I'm Matt Hartman, and this is TLDR Daily. Good morning, Nir. It worked. How cool. How do we know each other, and what do you do? Uh, let's see. So we know each other through the New York investing community. Uh, I am an author and researcher and teacher around uh, behavioral design and habit formation. So... What are you reading? So I just finished a book that I really enjoyed called Suggestible You. And it's all about placebos and nocebos and the, the, the deeper psychology behind how effective, how incredibly mind-blowingly effective placebos are. Uh, and it's, it's, it was a, a really, really interesting book. I, I had always been fascinated by placebos, but I don't think I appreciated uh, one, how much of a burden they are to the pharmaceutical industry because they're so effective. Uh, and I also didn't understand how, just how amazingly uh, effective placebos really are. I mean, the placebo in Latin uh, means that I will benefit and uh, nocebo is the opposite. It's, it's something that causes harm. So it's uh, an inert substance that when you give to somebody and you tell them, you warn them about the symptoms that you may perceive, that you may feel, even though the substance is inert, it won't do anything to them, biologically speaking. Uh, something about the mind-body connection causes them to feel the symptoms they expect to feel. So if you tell somebody you may experience achiness or sore throat or headaches or nausea, turns out even if that substance is completely inert, uh, they're going to experience some of those symptoms. This is a book, it sounds like, about the pharmaceutical industry in a way. Why is it interesting to you? I, uh, I'm fascinated by psychology and particularly my work around consumer psychology. Uh, and so this was particularly interesting because it begs this question around advertising and marketing is specifically that, you know, in a weird sort of way, what I realized through this book, it didn't say this specifically, but, but a thought that I've been chewing on in the past few days is in a way, maybe advertising is more important than we give it credit for. Everybody hates advertising, but it turns out if we consider the placebo effect, in a way, the advertising is what is creating the enjoyment for the thing we buy. Uh, so maybe in a weird sort of way, you need to be uh, influenced through an ad in order to get the pleasure from a product. Yeah, it's specifically that's specifically relevant to brand advertising, where part of the thing that you're buying isn't just the physical utility, but it's the, the notion of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, a great case study is uh, Coke versus Pepsi that uh, – well, you know, this study has been repeated time and time again that when people don't know which they're drinking, Coke versus Pepsi, the vast majority of people prefer Pepsi because it's sweeter. Uh, but when you show people the brand, Coke versus Pepsi, and then you ask them which one prefer, Coke wins. And it's not that people are lying. They literally experience in their brains, they experience more pleasure from Coke because Coke has better brand cachet by and large than Pepsi. Uh, and th and th this, this effect is seen time and time again when it comes to wine, for example. Neurologically speaking, we have studies that find that people enjoy expensive wine more. They're not lying. They literally <laughs> enjoy wine more when they think it's expensive, even if it's the exact same wine. And what, what's interesting is that there seems to be a particular type of person who's more influenceable or more suggestible, I should say, uh, to placebo. It's, it, it, it's the kind of person who's also more easily hypnotized. We don't know if it's, uh, at least this book didn't know, if it's something biological or, or environmental, we're not really sure. Th this book particularly explored, you know, the pharmaceutical industry has been looking for a way to exclude people who have a very high response to placebo because they keep messing <laughs> up their studies, right? Like a, a pharmaceutical company will test an antidepressant 
which which has a, 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 a very high placebo effect in general. Uh, but these people keep screwing up the studies because they're so effective. The placebo effect is so effective that they can't sh- they can't meet the requirement of being more effective than a placebo. Wow. Which has a real cost if you think about it, because what that means is that even though there are people out there who would greatly benefit from from a drug uh, and that would have a real impact because of this high standard of it has to be better than a placebo, that drug will never get out into the world. Are there some things that shouldn't be drugs? They should just be suggestions or they, they should be advertisements? Perhaps. It's a, it's a really interesting question, especially when it comes to these things, you know, like uh, chronic pain is a, is, a, is a category that's explored in this book. And, and there's a lot of new evidence that shows that, you know, chronic pain is, has a lot to do with suggestibility. And of course, there's a lot of industries out there that benefit from chronic pain, chiropractors and uh, physicians, and they always recommend that you take action. Uh, and, and it turns out that a lot of the action they, they tell you to take is, is uh, influenced by your psyche. It's not just the procedure. I really appreciate you coming onto the podcast. My Thanks. pleasure. This was fun. Thanks for listening to TLDR Daily. I'll link the article in the show notes. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Hartman. See you tomorrow morning.